I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. Peyton Manning, as good as he was, was a teeth clencher. Elway had some really bad big games. Brady was mostly an early game manager. I can say it now. Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. I can say it, and I've watched Marino and Elway. You know I love Brady. Now, Brady's more productive. But what we're watching here is a player that against the best defenses, in the highest leverage moments, the biggest audience, the most pressure, best defenses, is significantly better. Not better, significantly better than he is in the regular season. His playoff numbers, they don't make sense. David actually had just asked me, how about a voice of unhinged hyperbole, Jared Wednesday, perhaps? Will I give you Colin Cowherd? Uh, the applause for Patrick Mahomes. So four Super Bowls in five years. He's already won two. Uh, we pick up friends through our travels for Super Bowls. Todd Lebo is one of those. We met him for the first time in Miami. He's the Chiefs reporter, Sports 810 WHB Kansas. Todd, great to have you back on the program. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. I can't believe uh, the first time in my lifetime the Chiefs had ever been to the Super Bowl. I met you in Miami at South Beach, and now they've four Super Bowls. It's crazy. It grew up in Kansas City where the Chiefs play, and lit eye, whatever. You know, fans do what they do, but it's been a wild ride. And uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has been just an absolute phenomenon. It's crazy, and it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. So tell me, uh, to make another one, is there? Is it still special, or does it get to that stage where, uh, well, we've just made another one? Well, I think probably maybe for me, because we cover the team, we're out there three times a week and you know, all that. It's, it's a little bit ho-hum, but I'll tell you, they won the game. This was a little different because they were on the road last night when they, when they won in Baltimore. So that was a different thing to do it on the road. And they had all these stores that opened up um, right when the game was over to sell T-shirts and stuff. Yep. And there were crowds buying all this stuff. I'm like, why are you buying a T-shirt that's not even winning the Super Bowl? So <laughs> I guess that, that's the excitement is still there. I, I would wait until they win a Super Bowl because who wants an AFC Championship T-shirt? I mean, that doesn't sound like something I want. <laughs> Todd, just the passage of the season, did this look unlikely in your eye toward the end of the regular season? Oh, no question. I think if you if you put a little truth serum in any person who will watch the Chiefs lose to the Las Vegas Raiders on Christmas Day at home the way they did, about 3 o'clock that afternoon, if you, if you asked anyone, they'd say, hey, are the Chiefs going to be in the Super Bowl? They'd all said no. Because that team did not look like they were going to make the Super Bowl. They had a couple of uh, bad turnovers that turned into touchdowns for the Raiders. And that kind of refocused the team. And you couldn't really tell if they were playing much better because they weren't playing great teams. But once they got the playoffs, they've really turned it on. The defense has been fantastic. Um, they had the freezing cold game against the Miami Dolphins at home where they gave up just seven points. The Dolphins have been so good this year then they had to go on the road and win at buffalo they did that they had to go into a tough situation in baltimore as underdogs they took that on they held them to 10 points I mean, nobody thought that would happen to the ravens so it's been pretty amazing but there were certainly times this year they lost four games at home that's unheard of and they were all kind of heartbreaking terrible losses and you're like well they're not going to go to the super bowl if they do that and and here they are they're here right now and if you're there you might as well win it how loved, how revered is Mahomes in Kansas City now? Well, I think I probably told you four years ago that it was unlike anything I'd ever seen, and it's just grown. Because he always hits the right chord, right? I mean, he built a brand-new big house in Kansas City. 
He owns part of the Royals, which is the baseball team. He owns part of the soccer team, the Sporting Kansas City team. His wife owns part of the KC Current, which is a women's soccer team. They invest in everything. They're, they're going to bring, for some reason, the College Baseball Hall of Fame to Kansas City. He donated money for that. You know, he's just he knows what buttons to push and how to, like, do it. So he's just as revered as anyone could possibly be. It's true royalty uh, and sports royalty here in Kansas City. And that's pretty crazy because they've kind of been pushed off the front page because of Taylor Swift yes. and Travis Kelsey. I mean, it's just wild to think that this little town in the middle of America has all the attention of the world on it. It's crazy. The celebrity factor to it is enormous. So can I, I'll just share with you. So the Taylor Swift phenomenon is global. Um, our morning television shows have been plotting her courses. Can she get from the show in Tokyo back to Las Vegas? And then she's due in Melbourne after that. So that's her next stop. So there's an absolute fixation on this. She was on the field yesterday and there's been lip readers and transcripts of everything that went on. How, <laughs> um, how big a part of this season has that dynamic been? Well, it hasn't been much for the team, right? Like, we go out there, we don't ask Travis about it. He, he doesn't want to talk about it. He's got his own podcast. He doesn't talk about it on there. He's, he keeps that part private. So, And they bought some house, this big house here in town. He moved. He was in kind of a regular neighborhood, nice neighborhood, big house. But they had to move to a place that was gated so people couldn't just drive by because the paparazzi were going and taking pictures of them with trick-or-treaters and stuff. I mean, it was crazy. So they've got this more privacy now. But she has been at every one of these games. And the same people are doing the same thing here. The International Dateline is a help to get to Las Vegas, right? It, I think she probably wasn't, when she plotted this tour out, she wasn't planning on going to the Super Bowl because when she plotted this tour out, she wasn't dating this guy. Because she was here in Kansas City this summer, sold out two days at Arrowhead Stadium. It was crazy. It was crazier than any Chiefs game. And I think she's probably going to go to Las Vegas for this game. I'm pretty sure she wasn't planning on coming back to America because you don't want to just do that yeah. just for the sake of doing it. You know what I mean? Yep. It's a bit of a flight. You know, uh, you don't just willy-nilly. Of course, she's flying different than most people are, so <laughs> it's probably a little better deal. But it's crazy. I mean, she's playing how many nights in Melbourne at the big ground? Yeah, Four the MCG. Three? three at the MCG, and then she goes to Sydney. And they've sold every ticket? Is yeah. 100,000 people every night? Oh, and, you could, and you could sell it all over again, Todd. It's amazing. I saw that she's going to play, I think, eight days in Wembley in London because they had to add them. It's, I've never seen anything like it. it. I'm telling you, the tickets for that this summer were bigger than anything. I, I was at a charity event last year about one year ago. There was a children's hospital here in town where they have a, a silent auction and then a live auction at the end. And the, this was this exact same week. The Chiefs were going to play in the Super Bowl in Phoenix seven days later. They had uh, airfare, three nights hotel, two tickets to the Super Bowl, and that's a big that's a big deal, right? But they also had like an open air suite with like twelve Taylor Swift tickets. It went for like fifty thousand dollars for that. It was crazy, and that was like six months before the concert. When it came down to like time to go to the concert, it was it was over a thousand dollars for one person to get in the thing. It was <laughs> wild, wild. Hey, will you be in Vegas, Todd? Hello. Yes. Have you still got me? Yeah, I lost, lost you. Sorry. I was just saying that the, the, the phenomenon was insane yep. uh, in Kansas City for Taylor Swift in the concert. So it is definitely something. Will you be in Vegas, Todd? Yeah, heading to Vegas on Monday for opening night, and uh, it should be quite a quite a deal. We'll be on Radio Row. Are you going to be on Radio Row? Yep, we'll make a date to catch up again, shall we? I will definitely come by and see you. Todd, lovely. Thank you for giving us the flavor in Kansas City today. All right, Gerard.
Good on you. Todd Lebo there, Chiefs reporter, Sports 810 WHB. We pick up a little community of friends when we travel. Um, ben Graham's going to join me shortly with an eye toward Las Vegas. So he'll be crestfallen. He's a Detroit Lion at heart. They were ever so close. And I know there's a lot of 49ers fans in Australia, as it felt like, separate to the Brady phenomenon. And I feel like the Mahomes thing would, um, would parallel there. It, it's always felt like the biggest supporter base is the 49ers from the Joe Montana years when Don Lane was presenting the NFL. So are you making plans? I'd love to hear from you if you're making plans to get to Vegas as a 49ers or a Chiefs fan. And then maybe we can hook up over there as well. 0433 98 11 16 40 wings temper text. Temper a mattress like no other. Maybe for those ones, it's best to email me. Waitley at sen.com.au.